0: What I miss? Uh, oh, I was
1: just telling Andy that the rabbit hole on inscription goes deep, and he needs to start playing.
0: Yes,
2: <laughs> it's installed. Uh, that's a that it's installed as a uh, a precursor to playing it. <laughs> uh, I am I am already, accepted I don't remember the number, despite having just looked at it today. <laughs> <laughs> So a weber gamers problem a real moment here as i open up the file of things of the year in which i did not write down some of the numbers and i did write down others of the numbers i don't i don't know why i spent time doing the research if i 291 that makes sense 2022 no that doesn't make sense well it's the 2021 things of the year i guess things of
0: 2021 things of the year things of
2: 2021 the year of 20 how how convoluted can we make this a legends TM. of uh TM. azure yeah let <laughs> legends of, of speaking of that was hello hi jj <laughs> oh hello <laughs> <laughs> uh i was about to call out your thing of the year um from january 6th of this year. no wait hold on wait uh I don't hold on. No, December 20 through 2020. So we managed to do it in 2020 last year. Uh hi. You've you've obviously missed quite a bit. Uh things are running very smoothly here. No, all fine here. No, nothing to see. How are you? <laughs> How are you?
1: <laughs> Firing on all cylinders. Uh, uh,
2: uh it's 2022. <laughs> 2022 has uh, reared its beautiful head in terms of my organizational skills already. Mm. Welcome back, my bud. Our bud, hello, Michael. How you doing? Good. Um, JJ, how was your assignment?
0: Uh, Great. Yeah, (laughs) I definitely succeeded at the assignment and did all of the things.
2: The assignment Uh, of just go and relax. Yep. Uh, Success. Wild success. You, uh, you, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but, uh, uh, I did a, one of these types of outings, uh, touring the nation's capital, uh, at some point in schooling. Had you ever done that before?
0: Yeah. So I went in eighth grade and, uh, obviously stuff is different since then. Yeah. But I, I also went again. Uh, my sister, uh, attended a school in DC And so we went for near or around her graduation or something like that at the time. So I had been again, but we didn't really do like tourist stuff much that time. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, So so this was my first time being back recently, and like you know, hey, they built a bunch of memorials and monuments since I was here last time. Should should look at those. No joke. Uh, They they also like all the museums are completely different. There have been new museums that didn't even exist. <laughs> um, made and, and all that sort of stuff. So,
2: yeah. And you, 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 saw Philly, and you saw. Did you go to New York too, or is that? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So you, you spent went to more time, them? spent more time in New York actually than the other twos.
1: Oh, you went to all of the nation's capitals then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> did you? Had you been since the um, the Towers Memorial had been opened?
0: Yes, I had seen that already. So we didn't do that. Oh, uh, which okay. was fine with me. Um well, and we were in Brooklyn mostly, uh not New York or not Manhattan, Manhattan. Yeah, so
2: it's a small Which is an area city. I
0: hadn't really explored much. So, <laughs> yeah, small, <laughs> LOL. <laughs>
2: hmm. a city the size of many states. Yeah,
0: more population than many states anyway.
2: Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah.
0: It was a great time. Um really had a good time uh despite yeah, COVID sort of Crashing in uh, during the middle of that trip and closing a bunch of stuff and redirecting our plans in some instances, oh but yeah. we made it work and you know, it was not really much of a problem in the end. So
2: It really has been crashing in. I hope everyone out there has been kind of safe and uh, that you still got to at least be with some way loved ones over the holiday. I think we all did manage to do that either digitally or in person safely. Uh, over here and that was a nice little break um nice little recharge time i think we all had over this past little couple weeks michael i know you maybe got a little bit more time off this year uh than normal years
1: uh there were a couple extra days in there just because of how the the holidays fell on the calendar this year
2: yeah which is kind of nice, right? I mean, oh, take...
1: I'm I'm never going to complain about that.
0: Getting that Monday off after New Year, being on the weekend, is primo.
1: Chef's kiss.
0: <laughs> uh, and for me, it turns out that uh, this Friday is my off Friday, so I have a three day week.
1: Oh, you're right back <laughs> at it. Mine, mine would be too, but I'm I'm moving mine because we have family coming into town next weekend.
0: Oh, that works out. I... As evidenced by the lack of people in my office, a bunch of people were like, what if I just took three more days and had more vacation? Uh huh. Can't be, can't be mad. No, you can't.
2: Uh, what you can do is play lots of games or, uh, in our case, spend many hours racking our brains for the uh, type of things we enjoyed doing last year. I'm sure we all couldn't come up with it immediately. Or we all came up with it immediately and went back to playing Inscription. I mean, Breath of the Wild, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Inscription. I have to admit, I uh, used the time after our Portal 2 uh, finale, by the way, JJ.
0: I'm over here. I saw it on the on the YouTube. I didn't watch it, but I was, I'm pumping my fist. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, this is not a spoiler, because the game's so old, I don't think it matters. I did not realize uh i think i had played through it with someone before uh maybe some friends of the pod of in the past i don't remember the ending of it i did not remember that it was a prequel to the game to the main game the single player story
0: yeah that was it, cool although hold on the uh you're talking about the multiplayer ending yes, yes. yeah because it is different than the single player ending. Yes. but yes yep. yeah
2: yeah that was kind of cool it's good uh that's enough of that i think you should go watch it on the youtube and you can watch last week's episode on the youtube also not i mean all weeks you can watch on the youtube but last week we uh played some loop hero live uh while michael paused his inscription playthrough (laughs) (laughs) due to uh unexpected interactions
0: michael literally found the entrance to the rabbit hole yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turns yeah.
1: out that would have taken a little more brain power than uh
2: than multitasking would would play well with. So, I will be joining the inscription train shortly cuz I uh I see that Loop Hero is more of a commitment than I thought in terms of making progress long term. Uh I, it,
0: Loop Hero is almost an idle game at some points. Like it at, at certain points of that game, you just need to like get resources. Yep, that's the
2: thing yeah, I just kind of started to realize. Uh-huh.
1: At those points it becomes just kind of a an idle click occasionally, but just let it run and gather resources. Uh, yep, because then,
0: you once you get up op- and like overpowered enough, you just gather stuff and you just <laughs> let it run, you know, until yeah. you decide, ah, "All right, like I'm good." It sounds like
2: there needs to be some builds where I sort of just put groves down uh so that I can get wood and then just run around getting wood. And only doing that. And that's when I kind of realized, okay, I can put this down for inscription. I'm not going to like beat this game by the end of the week. Uh, So you need to commit significant
0: time to do that. Yes. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. Uh, Inscription deserves my time. It sounds like so we're going to be making the transition. Uh, So I kind of alluded to it at the beginning, but since we're back together uh, and since we missed one year of doing this all together in 2018, I think Michael and I came up with the idea in episode 136 of saying what we enjoyed the most. It didn't have to be a game. Uh, And I came up with the switch and Michael came up with into the breach that year. Uh, And then since then we've done it all together and we're going to continue doing it all together, whether or not it's in, the previous year or not uh little reminders if you want from along the way uh one year you both picked bloodstained (laughs) that was a good year good year Uh, one year we had like a 40 minute conversation about monetization uh and uh loot boxes and uh, i think we even talked about the future of nfts in there gosh help Uh, us if if only we had known if only we had known we were thinking that it would be bad and didn't know it would be that bad Uh, Last year, Michael, you picked 20,020. JJ gave an RPG list the size of my arm. Uh, And I picked, uh, ostensibly, I picked Game Pass, even though I couched it in the uh, Halo MCC. (laughs) Uh, So those are kind of like highlights of things that we had done. Uh, Some mostly geek-related, but sometimes game-related. All the time. Fun. So... Uh, this year, we're going to do some more things. This year, we're going to lead off with things from last year.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, who wants to take the reins here? Michael, you want to go? Sure, I can start.
1: My uh, mine, my thing for last year um, was a game again. Um, so jumping back to that. And Woo. kind of a, a pretty clear choice um based on on what i've talked about throughout the course of this year but i chose it for for two reasons um the game is horizon zero dawn ah
2: so nice. jj you didn't need to dip into your backup it sounds like
0: uh no we didn't pick the same thing so
2: <laughs> okay good. good
1: that was that was the concern um but yeah so i i picked it for the game itself which I had been kind of irrationally holding out hope for that it would come to the PC at some point because it launched and for several years was a PlayStation exclusive, Um, which kind of flows into the second reason that I picked it, which is what that move to port it to PC was kind of indicative of in terms of the direction that um, console-exclusive or storefront-exclusive games, um, where they're headed in general, which is that, yeah, they might be exclusive for a little while, but then uh, the developers are seemingly more interested now in exposing them to a broader audience.
2: I think that uh, that's an even understated thing when it comes to Sony, right? Sony, uh, other than... Did they back Final Fantasy Online? Those online games, they probably did. Uh,
0: Sony kind Heart, of. Hard don't to know. know. I mean those all came out on PC initially, right? Yes, yeah. they
2: did. Yeah, but, but the Sony. I
0: think the, oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say Sony uh, actively eschews the 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 PC. They they don't or haven't in the past wanted their games accessible there.
0: Um,
2: which. And I think, it's crazy to me.
0: <laughs> and and I think that's why Michael's Choice is great, actually, because we've gotten a bunch of recent announcements of, like, big deal Sony games. Like, mm-hmm. God of War, the 2018 one, is coming to PC. And actually, I just saw a video on it with all the, like, NVIDIA DLSS and RTX stuff turned on. Dude, that game looks really good.
1: <laughs> you thought it looked good.
0: If you played it on PS4... Uh, You thought it looked good there. (laughs) No, (laughs) this is like (laughs) 120 frames per second, like amazing stuff. So it's just like, yeah, I and and the Uncharted stuff is coming Uncharted on PC. What? Like my mind is blowing over here. So, you know, and those aren't even out yet. Um, So you you can only imagine uh, they have a whole pipeline of stuff, right?
2: Uh, Let's armchair this thing because we have no idea why they're doing it other than just spitballing like do do they do it because the PC market is large do they do it because the PC market is small do they do it because it's another avenue to make money on games that maybe wouldn't make that much money do they do it because the PlayStation's falling behind the Game Pass level uh, subscription service thing Microsoft has introduced where you know day one all those things are going to be available PC and Xbox player play- base like uh Microsoft seems to have moved the idea of a console from console hardware to platform, right? Uh this is our platform, wherever it runs.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I mean PlayStation Sony, Sony with PlayStation is starting to realize it too because they made that announcement that they are coming out with a Game Pass competitor. Um, there haven't been any details on, on whether or not it'll be console exclusive or if there will also be a PC downloadable version of it that you can access your account through. But I think they're starting to realize that they they need to compete in that arena if they want to stay relevant.
0: I actually don't think that's why they're doing this.
2: Ah, debate. I, love uh,
0: I think I think Andrew did mention one of the reasons and maybe the primary reason in my mind. And I think that's just that these games are really expensive. Yeah, really expensive there is that and angle <laughs> they can sell a lot of like these things sell ps4s or ps5s right these are the things that drive people to buy these games on sony's platforms but at some point you kind of tap that market and especially if you're going to charge
2: what playstation 5 games are which is a minimum 70 dollars, right
0: right and then you come back and you're like well you know who and now at this point you're like okay well maybe this was a ps4 game it did really well but if we try we're not going to sell the ps5 version for 70 dollars again that's not going to go but like to pay a 10 dollar remaster fee or whatever that they've done in some instances no one's going to go for that either what if we release it on pc those people haven't a haven't played the game at all right maybe we can, you know, turn the graphics knob up a little more since the hardware is just naturally more powerful in some instances. In and all of our instances.
1: I was going to say you can maybe turn the graphics knob up, coughs, Final Fantasy
0: VII Remake, cough. Yeah, certainly you can, you know, enable some knobs anyway, <laughs> if nothing else. I still want to play that game. I'm going to but... I'm 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 wait a year and see if it comes to Steam and then they do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Uh, because that seems to be something that happens also.
2: When Michael, when you just said uh, uh, storefront exclusives might be changing, I just chuckled internally about the Epic Game Store and their continuing mission to somehow lock games to their platform that I have yet to buy. (laughs)
0: Lock games to their platform for exactly one year, at which point they then release on the other platform and people go, oh, this game is out. Uh
2: (laughs) Uh-huh. And and their their pseudo Google ness of like we're coming out because we think we need to compete and sh- create competition and then just do the most anti competitive stuff they can possibly think of for years.
0: <laughs> oh, this is how you build a user base.
2: I I have comments about uh Epic and their their personality that I have learned from reading a book this year. I read that Jason Schreier book. But that is for a oh. different episode uh, of this podcast. We can talk about it next week. We don't have time this week.
0: Anyway, I think that it is a uh, just an inevitability of the cost of video games continuing to go up that they need more funding just anywhere they can get it. And if that means waiting four years to like make sure the people who need it go get it on the PS whatever or the Xbox whatever and then releasing it later on the PC for a new group of people who never got it but are still – out there playing games for you know some you know ninety percent of what they play paid for on the PlayStation when it was brand new or a hundred percent or 110% in some instances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think that they're just inevitably going to do that. I bet and you know I want to be right in all of these instances that like all of the PS4 exclusive games eventually, not you know all the first party big ones from Sony eventually come out on PC. At this I, point, I know there's,
2: there's no good reason not to do. It. I pray that it's true because then I literally just don't need a PlayStation 5 ever again. Or like a PlayStation platform, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and there are still going to be instances where like, you know, the PS5 is going to get stuff and then you have to wait five years. And sure. maybe some people are not willing to wait five years. We were gamers tend to be willing to wait, but <laughs> that's, that's
1: our MO. It's.
2: You know no. Yeah, I, I don't know. Inscription came out this past uh yeah, uh within 12 months of what we're talking about. Now. This inscription came out only a few months ago. So, uh mm-hmm. we're breaking the rules a little bit on that one. Although uh sometimes a game must be played, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh I think that's a good point, Michael, that um for whatever the reason is, I think I fall on the cynical end of we just can't afford not to. Uh, along with JJ maybe versus the, we're trying to compete. Right. Um, At least I have the mental confidence in Sony to follow through over like a Stadia company uh, when Google announces something and you just sort of roll your eyes. Yeah. I'm not rolling my eyes at what you've brought forward here as your thing of the year is what I'm saying. I think it's, it's, admirable for whatever reason
0: they're doing it fully agreed and also it helps that horizon zero dawn is great and really fun to play
2: yeah yeah it does yeah, and you didn't play the second one you did you did play the second one now right second one what who now oh wait is that not out yet Forbid- forbidden west hasn't come out yet it's not out yet Nope. but it, it will be out soon i don't uh, it's expected, it is expected this year. Okay. 20, PS4 and PS5, right? Yes. <laughs> PS4, PS5 and PC some date later. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Well, Although presumably.
1: I, am, oh, I imagine right. that the wait between will be much shorter this time around. You, you guys had ended up... You never know.
2: DLC, right? That's what I was remembering. Ah, uh, yes.
0: The uh, DLC was included in the PS4 version that I played, so... I did play the DLC but I'm I assume it was in the PC version also. Yes. I yes, that is
2: correct. Cool. All right, Horizon 0 Dawn. And and it's accompanying Sony uh sea change in exclusivity. Not sea change I guess. It's not day of, but it's certainly a change. I wonder also with Square now being like, nah we're not going to be exclusive. We're going to put it on PC, you know, if they're left with uh, less well, exclusives.
0: Square is, seems to have done the, well, we're not going to, we're going to put it on PC. We're going to put it on Epic Game Store.
2: <laughs>
0: and then we're not going to do any advertisement for it, whatever. It's just going to show up randomly one day on the EGS store. And people are like, what? Kingdom Hearts is out? Huh? Oh, wait, what? Final Fantasy Seven is out? Huh? And just like, yeah, it's out now. There you go. So we'll see. I, I suspect again that those versions will eventually migrate off of Epic. But again, you know, I, are the rest of the people making console games going to follow suit? I, I hope. I think. Fing- fingers crossed.
2: I think that you won't see it from Nintendo. I, I just don't see it. Right? They don't. I don't think they have an yeah, incentive. They, really, they control. They feel the, like the costs, holdouts for sure. Well, they just. They control their costs in a way, right? They, in a in a different way. They don't have to compete, and I don't mean that they can control their costs and labor and all that, but they just don't compete in the same market of AAA ness. And so, if if they, they don't, I don't, I don't know. They just don't have the arms race of I mean, DLSS well, and they, ray they tracing play, and
1: Nintendo is playing in a different sandbox,
2: right? And they have been
1: for for a while now, ever since it became. the the arms race that it is between Sony and Microsoft, Nintendo has just kind of bowed out and said, you know what? We'll be over here doing what we do best. Come join us.
2: That seems pretty
0: good. They are controlling the cost of the assets that people need to create. That is, you don't need to make 4K everything. You can just make your nice 1080p ones, and they'll look good on this little tiny switch screen. Yep,
2: Nothing wrong with that, in my opinion.
0: I like the sandbox. They tons created. of great Switch games came out this year, so I how could I complain? I yeah. mean, my backup was a Switch game, <laughs> Dread.
2: Yep. Yep. Nice. JJ, you want to go next?
0: All right. Swerving hard left to a completely different uh, tangent. I like it. Uh, my thing for this year is the actually really, really crazy number of Prestige TV and movies that came out and went directly to streaming.
2: Yeah. Cool. Good choice. Good idea. Streaming. It is. There Uh, have been, I haven't seen that. In the last,
0: in the last like two months, you only got like 20 more days or something. So, (laughs)
2: yeah.
0: Um, in like the last two months, there have been two or three Disney plus shows that I've been interested in watching, uh, two or three shows on Netflix. And at least one movie that I can I don't know, two movies, I guess. I don't remember when did Dune come out?
1: This year. November?
0: <laughs> was that November or last year? What Near the end. Near the end. It's 2022 now, Andrew. I don't know what year it was. Q four twenty one, JJ. Oh no, it's it's still March 2020, um, I think.
2: Yes. I, I feel like it's maybe.
0: <laughs> yes, you're right. I think so. Uh, uh, anyway. The so I uh, but that's just in the last, like, three, two to three months of 2021. Going back farther, there were just even more great shows and films and stuff. Just, like, a ton of really good stuff came out and was streaming very quickly. Now, not everything was. Um, Disney eventually started putting stuff back in theaters. Um, But there were still, like, great things coming out that were going direct to streaming. I know uh, we talked about it on this podcast some because I think all of us saw it but the Mortal Kombat movie ended up being like not that bad that Mortal Kombat, yeah. Kombat movie
2: if you go into it uh to steal a Tim Rogersism with your fun time
0: hat on it exactly. is yeah. quite enjoyable it's it's a romp and that was a, it. Was a streaming first movie, right? It came out uh, in the theaters at the same time. And we streamed. gotta, we
2: gotta give props on the title of this film. Uh, every time it's mentioned on this podcast, it's required to be uh, called "Mortal Kombat: The Rise of Kano."
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, man, he's so much the best character. <laughs> uh, and again, like I, I would never have paid to see that movie i would not have paid to see that movie i would have waited included in the hbo thing i already had so i guess i'm gonna watch it and then i did and i had a great time i would have waited the three years for it to come to netflix exactly and uh i probably would have paid to go see dune but then i didn't have to i probably would have also paid to see matrix and then i didn't have to uh and there were like at least three or four other ones that i can't remember um off the top of my head this year that i was able to watch oh um I didn't pay to see Shang-Chi, and that was really good on Disney. That came out later, but it also came to streaming this year. Um, Jungle Cruise, similarly, I would never have paid to go see and had a fun time uh, hat <laughs> firmly on <laughs> a good time <laughs> with that dumb movie. Um, just like a bunch of stuff that came out like later and was on streaming. It was like, hey, this is pretty good. I enjoyed this. Oh, Black Widow even, right? Didn't Black, Black Widow, Widow come out this was, year? Yeah, Black Widow was fun. Last year. I liked that. And it was a fun time. So I think, you know, it's a – and that's like, you know, that's just the the movie stuff. TV shows, there was Cowboy Bebop. There was The Witcher next season. There was Hawkeye, which I still haven't seen. Very Um, good. Boba Fett technically started in 2021. Boba Fett, which I saw one episode of and don't know what it is still about yet. Um, And those are the ones I thought of off the top of my head in the last month. Like. (laughs) Um, so it, there's a lot of great stuff out there. Um, and I, it, it, like, even going back farther, there's been tons more. So I, I just I, I was overwhelmed by the amount of like good television and movies this year that was on streaming immediately or weekly or whatever. Um, I f- that felt like really awesome.
2: Starting with Dune, I literally felt like the future slapped me in the face and said, "This is what you've all been waiting for. Here it is." There's so much uh, personal attention in terms of the creation of content now, of every service trying to be everything to everyone. And therefore, there is something to watch on every single one of them. And they are doing their best to make it as quality as possible. It's not a quantity question. Yeah. And that is very strange to say. I mean, not all of it's good. And not everything you watch needs to be prestige TV. I'm not uh, a snob about it. You know, like that, that, mor- sh- that Mortal Kombat is
0: well made, but it's not prestige. And that Jungle Cruise movie is not good, but it is dumb fun. Right? And, yeah. and But at targeted dumb
2: fun at like a certain exact yeah. person,
0: right? Yeah. Like me, the person who had a good time going <laughs> to Disneyland and seeing the Jungle Cruise. Like that's yeah. what it was.
2: You know, I saw that yeah. new Jungle Cruise recently, uh, the ride that they changed. Oh, it. yeah? What would uh, you think? Yeah, it's fine. There's uh, there's not really a ton. I mean, they took out some stuff that was racially insensitive, you know? Mm. And uh, they replaced it with stuff that is funny, I think. Some yeah, new animatronics. They still, that they look still hit some of the the old highlights of the ride. I... They still have
0: the backside of water joke, and that's all that matters. Yeah, so. that's
2: basically all that matters. Um, I want to know if like maybe the jokes are better at night or something, because it just seemed like maybe a little flat uh, on that end of things. So or if
1: they are, I think they're given a little more latitude to riff on their normal script when it gets late. Yeah. And I, so, so late in the evening is always the best time to ride.
0: I have been told that by people who used to be boat operators that, The instructions are basically like during daylight hours. That was, uh, follow the script. And once it gets dark and later, they kind of let you not like go all the way off reservation, but you can definitely like go stretch it a little bit. Not like all the way into like racy jokes or anything, but definitely like allude to the idea of something (laughs) that could be construed as racy. Uh, they, they did, I mean, the
2: skipper was fine. She did a good job, uh, answering my kids' questions with funny jokes, uh, at the end when, uh, when asked why there were two docks, uh, she had some good one-liners there. I'm not saying it was bad. I just, uh, it's, it felt like, oh, it, this is a new, they've got new stuff on this ride, but no new jokes really for those, that stuff. So it was a little strange, but uh, hey, uh, we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> Uh, We were gamers tangents can't can't stop us in the new year.
0: Yeah, I think the getting back to the point, I I think that there just is a like an unsurmountable amount of stuff coming out now. All of it, all of which is good to some level or degree that like I felt like in 2020 it was easy to catch up because like nothing was coming out. Uh, and then some stuff started finally trickling out again. And then this year they were like, "All right, open the fire hose. Here you go."
2: It felt like that a
0: lot of times.
2: I mean, we've definitely hit the point that I just am like, "Okay, thanks. I'll file that away for you know next year." <laughs> like people tell me to watch, "Oh, that Succession show is great because it's about this, this, and this." Oh, that White Lotus show was great. It's about this, this, and this. Oh, it's about the you know. It's just so much. That you, you literally just have to kind of file it away and say, "Um, uh, what piques my interest because it exists now? Shoot, I mean, wasn't yeah. wasn't Loki this year? Yep. Wasn't it WandaVision this year? Yeah, uh, maybe. It might have been early this year. It might have yeah, been like February. Like,
0: and those were like great shows, I thought. Pretty good. I think Loki uh, was by far and away actually the best one. Oh, I... I fully agree. Um, but it, the that was like great. And then, oh, like now Hawkeye is coming out. And I, you know, all these I other guess shows, I, I just judge, like because who has time? I don't better. have
2: time. Yeah. January 2021.
0: Either. Hawkeye is my like backlog permanently based on <laughs> trying to watch other stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we've we've had one one episode left for several weeks now. Just JJ, because we've been watching other things. JJ, there's almost a full season of Discovery out now. Sheesh, I know, dude. I haven't even started. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> Star Trek watching person on this podcast, not watching the Star Trek thing.
2: I no, I, I I haven't seen it either. I think I've just, I mean, since we finished Lower Decks, it's been kind of like, okay, take a breather. Cause, uh, well, I watched Prodigy with Kit, which, uh, should be coming up here in terms of release as a uh, car, uh, subspace transmission. We talked about it.
0: Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I will listen to that because yeah, what you guys thought.
2: Yeah, listen to that. Uh you get you get enough to know whether you want to see that or not. Um, add that onto the backlog. Well, mm. I mean, I I think in there I say uh that you, here's exactly what it is, make your own decision. For Kit and I, it's something of a of a genre that we enjoy. Uh but a lot of people may not enjoy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing it on the
0: on a subspace transmission to come. Yeah.
2: So if you had to pick a prestige TV for uh, our listeners to not watch because we don't have any time for it, what would it have been?
0: Uh, Don't watch Cowboy Bebop. Oh, ouch. And I I say that as a person who liked it. I enjoyed the show, but you probably have already seen the anime, and the anime is better. The the book was better moment of 2020. I mean, it was. (laughs) Um, but, it, like, if you're a huge fan of the anime and you super loved it, you go and watch the show. You'll have a good time. The show isn't bad. Like, I liked the show. If they had done a second season, I would be happy. You gotta cut one. That's, I think, the least... Of these mo- 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 most recent set that came out, like, I really, really liked Witcher. I have no opinion on Boba Fett because I still don't know what the show's about. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen Hawkeye. So, you gotta <laughs> cut one. I... That's
2: the one I've seen, and I would. I just that can't. One. I can't imagine the amount of TV we've watched this year. I I actually started a list on my phone for 2022, because I looked back and like things you just said right now. WandaVision came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah. Good lord, that feels like it was mid 2020. Which means it was probably Falcon and the Winter Soldier this year too. Uh, yeah, that was after WandaVision, so yeah. yeah. Yep. But like I, I cannot, there's no possible way I could remember everything I watched in the last year. And so oh, yeah. like I, I'm I'm just starting that list for the, this year. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. Wow. Good good call. Yeah, the streaming thing is big all of a sudden. Thanks to uh, you know,
0: dire circumstances. Hmm. Well, and you know the I I you know like I said I have to give props to HBO for putting their first run stuff on streaming like Day and Date. That's awesome, and you know, say whatever you want about like it's not the right way to see it, and maybe Dune would have been better in the theater. But I was able to watch it twice instead of only being able to watch it once or whatever.
2: Dune was great on my 4K TV with my Sonos gigantic sound bar with Atmos 7.1. Mm-hmm. It was as good as watching it in a theater because I didn't have to sit there with a bunch of people and i didn't have to uh, wonder if the high schooler was going to get the sound correct or any of that stuff. i made my own popcorn and i had a great time. And if a 4k tv is not good enough for you, suck it. can't help you. you know? like don't 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 at me with your creative whatever's about what i can watch it on.
0: The issue really is the bit rate on these streaming sites, man.
2: That's the real thing
0: we need to talk about, why it's so bad.
2: I don't get it, right?
0: Give me more bits, bro. Everybody's got down... I mean, like, fine. If you need to, like... opt into it, you know? If I want to opt into, like, a 10,000-bit rate stream, let me do it, you know? So,
2: you can do that on Netflix. You can opt into more bit rate on Netflix. Um, Disney Plus gives you way high bit rate, like, just
0: included. Yeah, like, Disney has... No, I'm not mentioning Disney here. I'm specifically mentioning HBO or HBO's more stream is like Netflix, great. but like Netflix and HBO.
2: HBO's stream bitrate is not very good. Uh, I did notice some artifacting multiple times. But yeah, man. Oof, you get HDR from Disney. Oh, wow. Okay. Mine's a little complicated. Because I wanted to pick my Elite 2 controller as my Thing of the Year, and I felt like uh, my Thing of the Year needed to be bigger than something that can fit in my hands. So was it something else that fit in (laughs) your (laughs) hands? No, it had to (laughs) be bigger. No, I think that I wanted to pick that for another reason. So I do pick that, my Elite 2 controller, because I want it to be about... This year, this past year, twenty twenty one, wherein we we built that PC, uh, Michael, together. We did. Um, that PC is part of my Elite controller. You know, I I bought that piece that PC to to help my Elite controller out, and I mean that in I'm, this way. I'm making a a <laughs> face here. So
1: JJ <laughs> JJ needs Jay, you to connect the dots. JJ, uh-huh, yeah. here's
0: the dots. Is, the, is this the like Charlie in front of the board with those strings <laughs> and stuff? Like, Is that <laughs> how this looks? Aliens.
2: Here's the, here's the dots. Sometimes, and I want to c- quantify, clarify, whatever, this later. Sometimes the right tools and the right toys are the right way to have your fun. And I'm not implying people should just waste money frivolously... Or that they should buy things they can't afford. But sometimes making do doesn't help you make do. So what I mean by that is that old PC that I was running was the correct thing at the correct time to try and make the point that you could build a really good computer for a certain amount of money for doing games or whatever I was doing on it at the time. But having been on this new PC for a couple weeks and us doing a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more with the podcast, all of a sudden I can render something in 15 minutes instead of three hours. And that's the right tool for wanting to do something more. The elite controller is the right toy. If you really want to just sit down and connect with a game and not think about a controller, right? Like I I think in 2021 was the year that I bought that Scuff controller and I talked about it for a while Mm -hmm. um, on this podcast. And then I bought the Elite controller and I talked about it for a little while on this podcast. And then we haven't really talked about it since then. I have not played on that Scuff for a while uh, because the Elite is the right toy. Uh, When I was playing um, Celeste, I would fall or not jump randomly sometimes with that scuff. And like when you're buying something that you've spent a certain amount of money for, don't settle for something that isn't the, isn't right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't work the way you intend or hope. And so it's okay to make them like, not a mistake, I guess, but it's, I think it's okay for, for you to tell yourself that it's okay to go out and look for something better right um i don't know i i personally felt like in 2020 it was like make do with what you got because uh, things are going to hell um and we all need to be thankful for what we've got and all this type of thought and i and uh that gets quickly into ingraining itself into your head that you know just just settle for things settle with the fact that the pc renders in three hours when really the technology is so far beyond that now that uh you should probably be looking into upgrading, right? And so, uh, for me, when you find something has its shortcomings, maybe it's better to fix them. If you can find ways to do it the right way. Uh, sometimes it's affordable and sometimes it's not right. Like, uh, I think I was looking at, um, when I was redoing this computer installing voice meter and I was like, well, why am I installing voice meter again? Voice meter is very hard to use. Maybe there's a better solution. And I looked into the, uh, the go XLR for this new setup, which is like a streaming hardware version of a, of a audio mixer. And that ended up being like, you're still using programs and it's very expensive and it's just not the right solution it's not a better solution don't waste money on something that's not a better solution i think but when things have shortcomings like this pc now has the capability to render faster this pc has the the capacity to hold more than 3 <laughs> 3 games if i installed mcc and in warzone uh and then rendered a podcast uh, that last PC's main drive was full.
0: <laughs> Is this a problem with the podcast or a problem with Warzone?
2: Uh, <laughs> take that as you will.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I So um. don't use a wrench when you need a hammer. And sometimes it's okay to buy a nicer wrench, even if you have one that would work that's that's why i'm picking the elite controller kind of does that did i connect any dots there jj or is your face still all scrunched up like a lemon no no i think i get it <laughs> it's not i don't know if it's a it's it your guys were infinitely more debatable and uh fun to discuss i think <laughs> but but it really honestly was a a year of uh undoing frustrations from the previous year and i think it's okay to do that. Is what what the elite controller was the beginning of understanding? When I, you know, I don't know. Did did anybody buy anything or do anything this past year where you guys felt roughly similar or undoing your frustrations from twenty twenty? It's a um, it's a shot in the dark uh, life question to throw at you in the middle of a podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I certainly had a great time building my PC, but I don't think it had the same level of frustration undoing that yours did. Yeah. So it is um, nice just to be able to hit, like, max all on <laughs> games and not have to worry about it anymore.
2: And I, that could be... I mean, you could even... I think you can extend this to games, right? Like, it doesn't sound like it's about games, but I think a lot of people... um you buy a game and then force yourself to play it for 30 hours because you spent money on it, right? Um, maybe it's okay to let stuff go if you're just not having fun. Maybe that's related to this kind of thing, right? Certainly could be. This is a, this is a heavy thing to talk about with just a an elite controller as the basis. <laughs> <laughs> Be clear though. Don't don't waste money if you don't have it. Just because I said buy something nice if you can. Uh, I had the opportunity to look at at the the whole of why things became more enjoyable for me personally, and that was one of the reasons was making sure the right tools were in place to do more stuff. I feel more capable if you have the right tools. So go out. Find the biggest wrench you can. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my thing of the
0: year. I think it's a good one. Uh, we had like, I really enjoyed we had three very different directions we went. Yeah. All yeah. all good and like fun things that happened, but also like very different directions.
2: Yeah. And hey, you know, uh, that Elite
0: controller is pretty cool.
2: <laughs> and now you have a computer to go with it and now I have a nice computer that goes with it yes
0: although I still want to try one of those like in person before I think about getting one
2: I honestly uh, now okay well let's get back into the real here uh, I now having used the scuff here's my final review 2021 scuff versus elite the final review Um, get the elite controller don't get the scuff yeah okay. the, elite, the elite 2 The latency is technically worse, although um, if you buy their so if you try to do it over Bluetooth, it's like 10 milliseconds of latency. If you do it wired, it's a little less than seven milliseconds. If you buy their little $20 dongle for your USB, it's like 7.1 milliseconds of latency. So it's almost the same. I don't know why. I guess Bluetooth doesn't uh, maybe doesn't parse the signal as, as often just to save a little battery or something. Um, quality-wise, the Elite just feels snappier. I guess this is worth saying. Do you use it wirelessly most of the time? I uh, do not have the wireless m- thing yet. It is back-ordered, so I don't currently.
0: I use it wired. Okay. I think I haven't used a controller wirelessly with my PC in a very long time, so I'm... I'm wired all the time. So it was a, I was just curious.
2: I I can review that in 2022. (laughs) But the, the, well, the parts just feel better. The idea of switching out the sticks on a scuff is like, here, take the faceplate off, take this part off, put this part back on versus the elites. Everything's magnetized. You just sort of take them off and put them back on the the finger paddles are in better positions and they feel snappier but at the same time like they have less throw the it's just a more reactive controller and it's way more comfortable in a in a longer gaming session and it changed a lot of the games that i played uh this year i went from eh, i'll just play it on the keyboard to, like i played state of decay with ken and uh and that crew and kit and all those guys and uh, you can either use a, a controller or a keyboard. And I started playing that in 2020 with them uh, keyboard and mouse. And once the Elite 2, I was just like, no, I'm going to play this on a controller. It It's just, uh, it reconnected me to games uh, differently. The quality of it feels so much better than uh, than a standard controller.
0: I, I think it's worth giving a shot. I think that's important, right? Like your feeling about the way you connect to the game or whatever is important. So yeah, okay.
1: and if you can if you can strengthen that, then by all means do it.
2: Yeah. So the you know the right tools, the right toys, and uh, the most fun, right? It's just the most fun is the answer. And if the most fun is looking at what is holding you back from having fun, and it's a controller, get it if you can. Anyway. 2022 is upon us, gentlemen. Start writing your lists for <laughs> 12 oh, months gosh, from now no. so we uh. so, so, so we don't forget that WandaVision season 2 came out in, you know, whatever date. <laughs> I don't know how we're ever going to keep up this year. It's going to be so much uh, you know, if if things in the world get better, uh we start going out and things. It's going to be Uh, impossible. It's already
0: it's already started happening. We're several Marvel movies behind. Yep, I was just going to say. Although I think Eternals comes to streaming soon. It does in the the next two weeks.
2: Yeah. Within the month,
0: good. I can can catch up on that, and then I have to wait probably a very long time for Spider Man.
2: Uh, Spider Man, I I don't know how we're going to watch Spider Man, other than going to a theater. I just don't know how
0: to do it. I mean, I think it will eventually come to Disney. It's just, you know, when are the mm-hmm. other Spider-Man movies nope. not on
2: Disney? Zero of them are on Disney.
0: Really? Homecoming is not, and nope. the other one? Nope. I went and uh, I went and got them from the library. Whoa! I didn't realize that. So their like rights or whatever didn't allow them to put it on Disney Plus. Uh, I guess so. Uh, but there's a there's a
1: deal I think in place to bring um the rest of the stuff to Disney plus or I thought there was what rest of the stuff the rest of the spider man stuff the pr- two previous films yeah is that not what you were?
0: I was referring to the one that's in theaters right now oh yeah, well that one you're definitely gonna have to wait on. I, I knew I was going to have to wait on that. I I just assumed the other like older other Spider-Man movies are just never like the non-MCU Spider-Man movies are never coming to Disney because they're not Disney movies. No, they won't be. I don't, the I MCU don't... Spider-Man movies, I'm surprised, are not. But I guess, you know, they're definitely not licenses. on there. Uh, definitely not on there. I, I literally got them from the library.
2: <laughs> hey, visit your local library in 2022. Or
0: or use... you? I heard that it's way harder to get a library card than it used to be. Is it really? The rules for getting them aren't just like you know, show up and get one anymore. You have to show a proof of residency, which is harder than that sounds. Huh? Because like a driver's license isn't a proof of residency.
2: Oh, so like get a. You need a piece of mail with your like name and address on. With your name on
0: it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a, a piece of mail, like a bill or something that comes to your in paper to your house.
2: Cool. That sounds terrible. Yep. Uh, well, uh, good luck going to your local library. They have a lot of online services that you can use these days, uh, like digital books and stuff like that. Maybe that's easier to do. If not, I rescind my recommendation for 2022. <laughs> I mean, still go,
0: you know, just have to be aware that it might be hard if you don't have a library card already.
2: Yeah. Hey, we're four days into uh, January 2022, and I have yet to make an Amazon order. I feel good about that. That's noteworthy. I just, I went in to see if that uh, wireless adapter was shipping. and It still has not, it has not shipped yet. It is delayed. Sigh. Oh, well. I want to give it a shot. Anyway, uh, 2022 is upon us. We are here. We will be here. We will do more things. Uh, Next week, we will talk about a huge backlog of stuff we have not had a chance to talk about uh, that I have written down on here. There's a lot of games like uh, Hearthstone Mercenaries that came out last year that we still have yet to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Stuff to say Uh, about that. (laughs) My
2: almost thing of the year, Spiritfarer from... From uh, my time with Game Pass last year. Oh yeah, you never did give us your review. Yo, we still haven't talked about He oh, Man, dude. That was uh-huh. that was the other one. See, dude, uh-huh. He Man. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, you By the know, way, part two of that came out. <laughs> yeah, Rev- yeah, Revelation Part Two came out. Um, Matrix Four is out. You oh, know, I'll i will talk
0: about that since it's fresh in my mind. Yeah, we've
2: we've got a backlog. Uh and it is here to stay. So we will be here to stay and we will be with you in twenty twenty two. And uh I played I played some other games. You played some other games, I'm sure we have a lot going forward. So
0: we'll we'll probably have to talk about inscription if you get around to playing that too. So
2: I'm I'm literally gonna take the dogs out to the bathroom right after this and then I'm gonna click this thing that looks like a disc on my desktop. <laughs> please please send us your impressions as you get I'm started. Right- I might re- I might record it. I might just OBS record the whole thing. Or okay. you know what? I can shadow play record it now uh, that this 3080 is going to probably crush Inscription.
0: You don't need a 3080 to play yeah, Inscription. That's what so, I'm yeah. saying. So you don't can, need a gonna 3080 have some spare to play. Time. It'll have some spare time. Hey, uh, actually, when you do that, make sure there's an option to like, I don't know if Inscription has it, like limit your frame rate. Oh. You don't need, need 10,000 frames. You know, what if you... Okay. Bring it down to sixty <laughs> you know hundred or whatever something reasonable, yeah uh, i you if you have a monitor it should like if you have a v- sync monitor or whatever it should do it that automatically, monitor. yeah, yeah, so you should be okay, but just you know if you hear this the fan spin up mm. right when you turn it on or when you're in the menus or whatever, that's what's going on
2: nice, I would love to i gotta go in and figure out how to turn on the g sync on this monitor because I don't think it's on, I noticed when I was playing. I, mean, I don't remember what it was the other night, but the frame rate counter was like 200. I was like, I can't display 200. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's like an NVIDIA thing usually in the NVIDIA options somewhere. It should yep. show up. Well, so. we can do that yeah, later. Right.
2: right now, we're going to let people go with their 2022. Get started. Enjoy. Think about what your thing of 2021 was and uh, enjoy it more. Go find it and enjoy it more. And until then, uh, send us your new things that you want us to try or you're going to try in 2022. Don't make a resolution. Just do it. Where would you do that?
0: Uh, you can do that uh, at weweregamers.com, our website. And you can send us those emails to podcast at we weregamers.com, a email address for which all of these things can be sent. You can follow this podcast on YouTube. Uh, you search for We Were Gamers, all one word. You can find us on your favorite podcasting locale, uh, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher. I don't know, wherever else find podcasts are distributed. Uh, Just check us out on there, We Were Gamers. And we're also on social media, but, you know, social media.
2: Yeah.